Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Telepathy. And that's going up against... Understand. Oh, we are taking it back with some old school genres here. And big, I would say big underrated fan favourites as well. Uh, so we've got some good old disco to throw some shapes to to the dance floor. Versus some smooth soul to make you feel loved. So let's first start with Telepathy. So, this is a song that was recorded by Christina for the 2016 Netflix series The Get Down uh, and it was included on its soundtrack which was released in the same year and it features the iconic musician Nile Rodgers who was the co-founder of one of the most you know, iconic disco bands of all time, Chic, um, and the brains behind some of their greatest hits like Le Freak, Good Times. Um, but he's also done work with other artists such as Daft Punk, Get Lucky, Madonna, Like a Virgin, um, Diana Ross, Upside Down and I'm Coming Out, and We Are Family by Sister Sledge, to name a few. He's got a roster of a lot of hits that you will all know. Um, and he's a fantastic musician, very, very talented. The song was written by Sia and Stargate, who are the songwriting team Tori Hamansen and Mikkel S. Eriksson from Norway. And they've written and produced for so many artists, from Rihanna to a British girl band called Mystique, with a bump and flex. If anybody knows that reference, please let me know. They're a great band. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and the song was produced by Elliot Wheeler and Baz Luhrmann. Um, and this song actually marks the second time that Christina and Baz have sort of crossed paths and worked together. As we know, Christina was one of the artists who covered Lady Marmalade for his 2001 film Moulin Rouge. Um, so here they are again. Um, and Telepathy is a song very reminiscent of the 1970s disco genre, which itself reflects the theme of the TV series The Get Down, which is set in the late 1970s in the Bronx, New York, and it sort of chronicles the the fall of the disco genre and the rise of hip-hop and sort of that overlap between the two. And the TV series was created and produced by Baz Luhrmann, um, so that's how they sort of ended up crossing paths again. Um, we do have to take a moment to talk about the TV series The Get Down. Um, it was pretty amazing and such a shame that it was cancelled after the first season by Netflix because it really did hit the nail on the head and explore that late 70s culture, not in terms of, you know, the disco and hip hop movements, but also a lot of things like, you know, the working class working hard for success and what barriers can get in the way. But um, it was just so well done, um, you know, with the way that they incorporated different musical styles and that mashup between disco and hip-hop and how they used to sample a lot of things from the disco genre and really just flip it on its head and turn it into this complete different genre of music which was the absolute force to be reckoned with and 
you know, I'm such a huge fan of Baz Luhrmann and the way that he works and his work is just phenomenal from his films, um, Strictly Ballroom, Moulin Rouge, Romeo and Juliet, um, Great Gatsby, Australia, um, you know, the the fact that he's put his sprinkled his magic all over this show is is absolutely brilliant and it is a shame that it was cancelled. Um I think at the time I read somewhere that it was probably one of the more expensive shows um that Netflix ran and of course Netflix is very picky if they don't get the viewers or they don't get the people actually um watching these shows then they will just get rid of them um and you can see why this was such an expensive show it's got a big ensemble cast lots of flashbacks big set pieces as well um some of the actors probably paid a shed load um you have people like naz um absolute famous rapper um narrating the actual um show itself so you know absolutely absolutely great show and it's a shame that it, it sort of finished the way that it was um because it's so sort of was on a cliffhanger so it would be nice to see how everything all wrapped up there um but um anyway the song telepathy um features in a in like a, this scene where it's like a vogue club um and a performer comes out and lip syncs to the song um and it's part of a very pivotal scene for for jaden smith's character who's will smith's son um he's exploring who he is in terms of his identity and sexuality um and it, it's just it just works very very well in that scene um and has a lot of had, had a lot of great feedback from it as well i've got a feeling that this song um was one of many that sia had written um as we know you know she, what i mean by that is she know we know she writes and writes and sells songs um to other artists and i feel like this was one that she may have had in her repertoire in her roster um as we know Sia has worked with Christina previously to this on Bionic and the Palesque soundtrack and Lotus and now this song some absolute great work that they've done together um but there was a demo version um sort of a 30 second snippet of Telepathy that was recorded by Sia that did leak um it is available on YouTube go and go and find it and the song is completely different um now from what I can hear you know the, the the demo version has this sort of electro pop version with loads of synths um so that that sort of leads me to the assumption that it could have been like a demo for maybe lotus or maybe another artist um the speculation certainly is there um you know as we know sia has done a whole album of songs which were intended for other artists which she ended up recording herself um called this is acting so um you know we do know sia does lots of writing and lots of trying to get other artists to do these songs um and telepathy i don't know could it have been one of them we'll never know um so the song itself is about singing to a significant other about how they know how you're feeling and know when to take the hint and they know you so well that it's basically telepathic um and i think the structure of the song is really bizarre um you know it, it starts off quite conventional we we have this verse to start then a pre-chorus then a chorus then we have the exact same verse again the exact same pre-chorus and then the chorus again and then there's no bridge and no repetition of the chorus at the end um like a lot of pop songs and disco songs do uh, and this is where it sort of veers off into a weird unique territory we just get classic christina ad-libs over the disco beat and it's so kooky and so weird but also it's quite jarring as well because it just suddenly goes into it um but it's just an observation i mean i'm no music expert but i just thought oh, it was really weird yet cool how the structure of this song was laid out um where you know disco genres very much respect the a b a b um sort of structure format 
um, this was very, very different. Um, in terms of charts, the song charted at number one on the US Billboard Dance Club songs, um, which Christina has had a lot of number ones on there. Uh, and this was her ninth number one on that chart to date. Um, and due to the success of it there, Christina actually directed um, and decided to sort of self-produce a short music video as a thank you to the fans for getting it up there. Um, she said, I wanted to make a fun video for my fans since Telepathy from the Get Down is number one on the Billboard Dance Club Songs chart. Thanks to all the fans, radio and DJs loving the song. Um, this Dance Club Songs um, chart is is basically, it it's sort of compiled of the songs that are being spun by um, DJs in like, clubs etc and things like that so um it is was being played a lot even though it didn't sort of chart on on the hot 100 um or anything like that but billboards made up of all these different charts um so the video actually was released um directed by hannah lux davis um and at the time it was christina's first sort of solo music video in about four years so we were parched um you know we'd not heard anything since lotus in terms of solo music um she did a lot of side projects in between um and we, it was it was great. I mean, telepathy was received so well by the fans, um, because of how well um she sort of sounded on disco and the the song was a hit. You know, you listen to the music and you listen to the way that it the structure of the song is, um, and how Christina sounds on it, and it's a hit. It's it, if it was any other artist that did it, it would have been absolutely you know phenomenal. Um, but as we know, Christine is very underrated and um, it is what it is. Um, but the, the music video itself, Christine is sort of sitting in this room with lots of lights, wearing disco themed clothes. She's got huge hair. We think of Christina, we think of huge hair. Um, she's holding a disco ball. She's on a pool table. The song's been edited down a lot. Um, it's only a minute and a half long. Um, so it actually doesn't have the chorus in it at all. It just has what I think is the first verse the pre-chorus and then just the ending um, with a lot of posing and stuff like that uh, and it was a really nice thank you I don't blame her for wanting to celebrate it but it would have been so so cool to have a full length version um, and uh, yeah it was it was just absolutely great to see her do something that was um, artistic again and um, really celebrate a song that a lot of people were really loving um, and still love to today so let's look at favourite parts and favourite lyrics, um, which we've been doing for every song here on Christina Aguilera Track Battle. Um, so my favourite part, I have to say, is the ending with the ad-libs and the disco beat. It sounds so cool and it's almost like this freestyle moment um, where she's jamming along to Nile. Um, it's pretty unique and it makes the song feel very sort of organic and spontaneous. Um, my favourite lyric is, you know how to read my mind. Um, I mean, I really like that, how it ties with telepathy and lyrically the song is quite limited because you know we've got this repetition a lot but I like that it's repeated throughout because it really harks back to the title so it's quite clever songwriting there from Sia um so yeah hats off there she hasn't actually performed this song live um but it has been used as an interlude at the experience um sort of right before accelerate but it's the remix version I think it's the rare candy remix um uh, which is absolutely great because it's sort of 
has this vibe where there's this party moment at the end of the experience um, and it sort of kicks all that off and that that remix is absolutely brilliant it really booms out and um, you can have a proper boogie to it um, and speaking of remixes it's really cool how there was a remix EP release for this song with all these different remixes on it um, all very very different as well um, some great remixes on there uh, the Moto Blanco remix is, is fantastic um, but I, I feel like you should do this more like it you had this back in the day where artists would release remix albums um or sort of like a second cd single um and it was really cool that they did this um i would have have to love it on like vinyl or something but i need we need a remix album from christina i think it'd be absolutely brilliant um we've had sort of at times where it's been alluded to that but um a full remix album would be really great like great gym music um so telepathy is definitely an underrated fan favorite um and it's one of those songs that still is celebrated um and still is loved as well so from one fan favorite to another let's talk about understand so understand is track number five from the first disc of back to basics which was released in 2006 as we know back to basics was a throwback album inspired by the 20s 30s and 40s and the first disc was very much focused on a beat driven um sort of songs and collection of work um all these record scratches and samples bring in sort of a modern day twist to that 20s 30s 40s throwback um the song itself was produced by kwame who's a really interesting producer he only did the one track with christina for back to basics and he's vin diesel's cousin so that's the reason why it's interesting um the song was written by christina cara diogardi um kwame and alan toussaint um the reason why alan toussaint is on there is because of the sample that was used in the song and cara diogardi was a big a collaborator with Christina on Back to Basics writing quite a few of the songs that were um, scattered about around the, among the both discs um, and Understand is a massive fan favourite in terms of wanting to be released as a single there's that general consensus that it's the hit that got away it should have been released as a single later on in the album campaign as it had massive crossover appeal um, especially in the US where that matters a lot more the hits that tend to do very very well are ones that have been sort of crossed over onto different radio formats um, and this very much applies to that um, and it's definitely the hit that got away in my opinion from the parent album I mean she did perform it a lot during the promo trail for it so I think it's probably what we were expecting maybe for it to be released um but who knows um so understand is this soul r&b ballad um very similar to works by gladys knight aretha franklin uh, the soul influences really take a front seat here it's a proper throwback sound but also sounding very modern with the lean into r&b and having that sample woven throughout the song um and she's essentially talking about being distant and insecure in a relationship and unfairly projecting that blame onto her partner however since being married and Jordan who's the partner in this case um remains very much in her life she eventually softens um and becomes more um you know all the barriers come down and becomes more secure and and more close in that relationship um and the sample that's used um is used very very cleverly um you know in the chorus i think and it's a song called nearer to you by betty harris um betty harris actually spoke about the use of the sample here and she was pissed um i always think that um 
you know, Christine is very amazing in that she's bringing obscure samples to the table and educating her fans and casual pop music listeners about music that she's inspired by. Um, and I mean, if it wasn't for Christina, I wouldn't be listening to people like Etta James or Ladytron. Um, you know, she's opened my eyes to other artists and that's absolutely brilliant. Um, but Betty actually said that she... Um, it didn't like the way that the sample was used. It made it sound like a scratched up record. Um, I think Beyonce ended up using um, this song as well after um, a while. Um, and um, she she wasn't happy that the samples were being used, but she was happy to get the money from it. Um, so I suppose um, you do you, Betty. But um, it's it's opened your eyes, uh, opened people's eyes to your music, which um, you probably wouldn't have got without the sample um there's a lot of controversy and a convoluted backstory around the lyric of the sample used as well um i think a lot of the fans think that this is the reason why understand was not a single um the lyric in the sample um from nearer to you by betty harris it definitely says i may do things you don't understand however christina sings i made you think you don't understand um i don't know what the reason behind that is it maybe it's an artistic choice but it's I, I don't know, is it the reason that Betty didn't like it or, you know, because of the sample, the riots weren't cleared for it used, to be used as a single release. It's one of those enigmas, I guess, that we'll never get to the bottom of, but um, it does sound like, you know, at, at first listen, it sounds like they're saying the same thing, both Betty and Christina, but, you know, you read the album booklet and you read the lyrics and you read the lyrics for the sample and they're very different. So why that's there, it's just an observation again, but a cool observation. Um, let's look at favourite parts and favourite lyrics. I have to say, my favourite part here, as much as it is a cliche, but the chorus here is really my favourite just because of the sample used and the to and fro of it. You know, you have the, a line from the sample and then Christina sings and then another line from the sample. Um, she's like playing this tennis match between the sample. Um, and um, Christina's vocals as well. She also has this lovely balance between softer vocals and then the classic Christina powerhouse vocals that we know. Um, I have to say, definitely up there with the best studio vocal performances. We do have to talk about the bit after the bridge, which um, she holds a note during the word realise. Um, it's very Marmite, that note. Um, amongst fans. I'm part of the Love It Club here, but I do remember there was sort of a pick aside on whether you love it or not um, debate a few years after the release of the track. Um, and the reason I like it is because of the grit and the rasp that Christina does. Um, it's a signature when it comes to vocal performance. And I think that's a way of protecting her voice. And it's really paying tribute to those artists that she has been influenced by on Back to Basics, like Etta and Aretha. If you listen to a lot of their music, they do that wail and it's proper raspy and proper gritty. And Christina is definitely channeling it there so the fact that it's a throwback album paying tribute to these artists it, it fits in very very well and she sounds amazing i think but hey you love it or you hate it it's like marmite um my favorite lyric um i have to say um is the start of the of the the track um, I used to think that happiness could only be something that happened to somebody else. I love that this is what the song starts with, but also when we think this, we always think about the grasping green on the other side, and when it eventually reaches us, we don't believe it, or we put our guard up and don't even realise that it's happening. And I love that this is what the song touches on, and drawing upon your past experiences sometimes can hold us back in our journey um, of self-evolution, but, you know, it, it eventually we get there. Um... Live performances, as I mentioned before, she did perform this a lot on the promotional circuit when the album first came out. It was always Ain't of the Man, Candyman, Understand, and then a past hit like Beautiful. I guess this is the reason it led us all to believe that it was going to be granted single status. Um, but 
we never know what will happen. A great performance um, of note is the T4 performance. It looks so effortless and the way she bounces off her backing singers and the live band, it's just so fascinating to watch. Um, and it was also a staple on the Back to Basics tour where she comes out in this gorgeous Roberta Cavalli white gown and it's just her and the stage and the band and the talent just comes forward and it just absolutely shines. And that's the thing I really like about the Back to Basics tour. You have this great mixture of pure and filtered Christina, just her, the mic, the stage. And then the next thing you know, there's this theatrics and the stage spectacle, the circus moment. And you don't get performers that know that balance and pull both off so well and just let the talent shine instead of letting staging become a distraction. And um, Christina does that so well. I mean, Understand is definitely a missed hit, in my opinion. I can see why it's a fan favourite, and it's a song that should get so much more recognition. And it's just stunning in all ways. So, we've heard about Telepathy, and we've heard about Understand, but there can only be one winner. Oh my god. It's happened again. This is really, really difficult. It's such a decision. Such a hard decision to be making. Um, we haven't made a decision this hard in a while on this podcast, but here goes. And the winner is... Telepathy! Don't come after me with your pitchforks, please. Um, Oh my god, that was really, really difficult. Really difficult. I mean, Disco Tina slays here. And she hadn't really touched upon this genre as we know of. Um, And we know she's the genre chameleon. And this song suits her voice so well. And if we look at both Telepathy and Understand as the hits that got away, this one definitely has that feel-good factor which just pipped Understand to the post for me. And I think this probably could have been more of a hit telepathy over understand i mean i'm speaking from being in europe and being in the uk where this sort of music is a lot more popular um than r&b stuff but um yeah that was so difficult don't make me regret that decision telepathy congratulations um understand commiserations i mean i wish i could i wish i could score a tie but i made the rules and only one can be the winner so um yeah congratulations to telepathy Thank you so much for listening. Join us again for the next episode. We'll be looking at a back to basics face off. One song dedicated to a special someone in Christina's life versus a commentary on the biz. You'll have to see which ones I mean in next week's episode. Thank you so much for joining and thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. That's a wrap on episode 50. Can't believe you're on episode 50 already. Um, But thank you so much for taking your time out to listen. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave comments and leave reviews. Let me know what you think um, over on Instagram and Twitter at Xdina Track Battle. Send me DMs. Um, let me know what you think. And um, can't wait to join you all again for next week's episode, episode 51. So thank you so much for listening again. Ta ta. <laughs>